Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for, for your presence with us. Amen. It is always good to have something first. We had the first time uh, Purim celebration. It's a miracle, an awesome thing. We had wonderful miracle with Ren. Don't forget this miracle. Uh, I just want to remind you when he was in the hospital on ventilator and he was getting worse and worse and at some point he was he passed away a couple of times and and Jean was in such a difficult condition you could imagine the love of her life and here it is at two in the morning I had a call from Jean and you know my first thought I, I, I believe the Lord but Lord, help my unbelief. Here's the call, and I'm just thinking, okay, oh boy. What would I say to Jean? And she's telling me, Rabbi, miracle. He's better. They took him off of ventilator, and they moved him into to a different section of the hospital. He is okay. And now he's not with us, but he's under the weather, but everything's fine with him. And praise the Lord, he's with us. I remember the first time in my life I saw Cantor, who led the service after heart attack. It was Joshua. And then the first <laughs> he came and. Uh, after the service, because he felt that for a long time actually, for months, a couple of months, he had pain in his chest. Chest. So he came here, he led the prayer, he led the worship. And after the service, people start calling him. And I remember Lee called him and said to him, Josh, you better to think about your family. You're strong, you're not afraid to die. It's no question, but think about your wife. Mothers, they, they love you, they need you. So he went to the hospital and they found that he had heart attack in the morning or maybe the day before. Immediately they, uh, they put, put him in the hospital, they run through tests and they found that he had heart attack and his arteries, this widow area, was blocked on 99 percent. 99%. <laughs> Two arteries, 99%. So, I don't know how you survive. I have no idea. <laughs> so they put stands and they looked at his heart and fine. No damage to his heart. So next day he was released home. He's with us. He's alive. And he's always bringing joy to my, uh, to my life. When I see him, wow. He's the, you're the first. Cancer I ever saw who cancers right after heart attack. So, but the Lord is is doing His miracles. Do you remember we prayed for Josh here? We anointed him. We prayed for him, and I really believe the Lord made His miracle. Think about it. If he would not have uh, this pain and he would not be here, he would stay home. He would relax made it through, he could die the next morning. Yeah. Next morning. 
But because he was here, we prayed for him, people started talking to his life, speaking to his life. He went to the hospital because people, <laughs> the Lord forced him to forgive him. He's with us. Just think about it. Think about it. We have Jeff with us. Jeff, I love you so much. I remember when um, I decided to went to his hospital to see him. And when I came to his hospital, you know, I expected to see him lying in the bed, in bad condition, in problems, you know, barely breathing, like waiting for prayer. And here's Jeff, joyful, I mean, Simchat Torah was so beautiful in the congregation. I just, what's happened? Right in the night before it was our prayer meeting, he had a lot of troubles with his heart, with his blood pressure. Doctors in my clinic, they couldn't find the reason what happened to him. And I believe what I heard from Jeff, in the night, he sweat. I mean, uh, nurses came into his room because they thought he started dying. <laughs> Why? Because his heart rate went right into normal. His temperature became normal. He just woke up completely healed. So I'm there with him, and he's there completely healed. So I just prayed for him. Well, thank you so much for Jeff. Bless him, be with him, lead him through, and uh, let's go. So with the fire, um, really, we are here, it's a miracle. Sometimes it takes uh, two weeks, month, two months, to go through investigation about the fire and everything. But we were cleared in three days, through fire marshal, GA, all the possible, you know, Commission, everything, in three days, and we are here. Mm-hmm. Now we are in the process of taking lease of this building. The Lord is merciful; He is with us. Yeah. Amen. Oh, and it's, it's, it's only a few of the miracles. I mean, we had much more, much more. And yeah, we need to write down. I don't know who we do, who will do that. So let us pray before we begin our Torah study, and uh, I would like to talk about Purim and about Esther. It is our time. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam asher kitshanu bemitzvatam vitzibanu la'asok betivrei Torah. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who sanctifies us with his commands and commands us to engross ourselves in the words of Torah. Amen. First of all, Hak Sameh. Hak Purim Sameh. We had a beautiful celebration of Purim on Tuesday. And it is such a beautiful, joyful time. And Camel was the best Camel again. And, and Haman was. But everything, Esther, um, Yay. 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 
and the king was I never saw such a king do you remember his outfit was I mean an amazing everything was amazing everything everyone thank you very much for doing that thank you for for working hard for making this possible thank you for sound team for um, what you say? It was an amazing time. So thank you very much. I thank Antonia and Patricia for working on uh, Passover Center. It will be our first Passover Center. Beautiful. So Purim, one of the joyful, fun-filled Jewish holidays, it is celebrated annually on the 14th day of the Hebrew month of Adar. The word Purim is the plural word, word uh, form of the Hebrew word Pur, which means lots, as in the expression to cast lots. Purim. According to the scroll of Esther, they should make the days of feasting and gladness and of sending portions one to another and gifts to the poor. It is the time of Purim, which we did. And please remember, we have a lot of fermentation, a lot. <laughs> so please eat and take with you. So, Purim is celebrated among Jews by exchanging gifts or food and drink, donating charity to the poor, eating a special meal known as the Seudat Purim, and we did it last Tuesday. Also, public reading of the Megillat Esther, the scroll of Esther, also we did it on Tuesday. It was a beautiful reading with the songs included in that. Other customs include uh, wearing masks, dressing up in customs, holding public celebrations, and eating hamantashen. And you know, you know, we won. Let's eat. <laughs> so Purim is our annual commemoration of the survival of the Jewish people at the time when they were captives in ancient Persia. So this is the time of memory, remembering. At the time, the king's name was Artaxerxes, in Hebrew, Ahasuerus. The king appointed a man named Haman, If you're the first time, don't be afraid. <laughs> we are okay. It's a tradition. Once a year, when you hear the name Haman, do <laughs> never, never again, just once a year. So the king appointed a man, this name, as his chief advisor. It became Haman's plan to kill all the Jews in the empire, but his plans were foiled by Mordecai. This is the old <laughs> One of the most captive Jews and Esther, the queen, who happened to be his cousin. Esther is the brave heroine in the story because she put her life on the line risking everything for her people, and famously said, if I perish, I perish. 
She became, she became a sacrifice for all of us, which is a beautiful picture. Therefore, when we talk about Purim, we are talking about Esther. We remember Esther. When I think of Purim, I remember the Lord's faithfulness and His protection in our lives. No matter how the enemy tries to destroy Jewish people, we are still alive. Amen. This is why we did it twice. Am Israel High. The Lord of Israel is alive. And people of Israel alive. Am Israel High. It was such an anointing, such a joy to do this song. So, no matter how our enemies try to destroy us, we are still here. We are still alive. The Lord is faithful to His promise and His heart is filled with love for His children. The second Timothy chapter 2, verse 13. If we are faithless, He remains faithful. For He cannot deny Himself. We are not desired to be protected or loved by God, but because of His faithfulness, because He is faithful, we are still alive. How wonderful is to have such a Father, such a Lord, who is always faithful to us, always. Throughout our history, the enemy of human souls sought to destroy us, but the Lord is our protector and our shield. He is Magen Abraham, the shield of Abraham. Magen Abraham. And he is shield for all who trust in him. So the Lord is your shield. He is faithful to protect you. Praise the Lord for miracles with Joshua, with Jeff, with Ren, with all of us who went through such a difficult time and we are still alive. Praise the Lord. The Purim holiday is a reminder to us that we do not need to be afraid. It is a reminder to us. We don't need to be afraid. The Lord is with us. So I would like to ask you, can you say these words to your loved one or somebody who sits with you? Not to be afraid. Yeah, sometimes it's easier to say than to survive, but it is true. Look at Esther. Not to be afraid. Not to be afraid. It is a reminder to us that we do not, not need to be afraid, but it is also a reminder to our enemies, those who wish to destroy us, that hatred of the Jewish, of the Jewish people will not lead to anything good for them only to their destruction and death. It's all. I would like to read Genesis chapter 12, verse 2. Here's the promise from the Lord to our people. My heart's desire, it is in the heart of the Lord. It is so deep. It's such a deep desire. My heart's desire is to make you into a great nation, to bless you, to make your name great, so that you may be a blessing. Amen. Verse 3. My desire is to bless those who bless you. 
it is desire of the Lord. But whoever curses you, I will curse. It is the desire of the Lord. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. Just think about it. We learned about Messianic Judaism uh, for seven weeks, and we will learn it next week too. And one of the biggest part of it is that Yeshua, He's our Messiah. He is our Messiah, and He is the Lion of Judah. And He became a blessing, the blessing for all the nations of the earth. This blessing came through Abraham and through the Jewish people, through us, to the rest of the world. Think about it. Purim is one of the best examples of this. Two and a half thousand years ago, the enemy conspired to destroy the Jews and wipe out the people from the face of the earth. But it is no accident that Purim is called the holiday of victory. Purim is a celebration of the victory of the Almighty over evil, over dark designs, over the adversary. The Lord is over everything. He is the mighty God. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 and verse 7. Zechariah 4, 6 and 7. Then he responded to me by saying, This is the word of Adonai to Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, not by power, but by my Ruah, my spirit, says Adonai Tzavod, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of armies, Almighty God. Verse 7. What are you, great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you will become a plain. He will bring out the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. The cornerstone with shouts, grace, grace on it. Purim confirms this. When defeat seems already inevitable, when there is no one to rely on and from whom to expect help, it is at such moment salvation comes from the Lord. Where is no hope? The Lord is our hope. Where is there no salvation? The Lord is our salvation. It's beautiful. <laughs> he will bring out the cornerstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. And think about it. Yeshua, he is our cornerstone and grace of the Lord upon him. Yeshua. First Peter chapter 2 verse 6 For it is says in scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a stone, a chosen, precious cornerstone. Whoever trusts in him will never be put to shame. John chapter 1 verse 17 Torah was given through Moses, Grace and truth came through Yeshua, the Messiah. The cornerstone and grace of Him. Wow. So our victory is not in our wisdom or ability or strength, but only in the Lord, in Yeshua and Him alone. Amen. Amen. 
So let us look at a few lessons of Purim. We remember that Purim derives from the word Pur, lot. And Psalm 16, think about it. When you, when you think that your life is accident, accidental and uh, you don't know where you're going, what happened to you, what is your future, you're not sure about your future, remember Psalm 16, verse 5. Adonai is my portion and my cup. Adonai is my portion. When you don't have your portion in this life, Adonai is your portion. And my cup, your joy, your life. You cast my lot. <laughs> Lord, thank you so much. Think about it. You are not accidental. It is not this life throwing you around. It is not this uh, circumstances is pushing you around and you just hopeless or helpless going around without anything. It is the Lord who cast your lot. Your future from the Lord. If you trust Him, your future from the Lord. If you love Yeshua, your future is in His hands. Just think about it. Good news. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, we need to remember that. Because we tempted to forget about these simple but important things. Sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you think, wow, what to do today? I have this problem and that problem and, and what to do about this thing and, and my cat is and my dog and my neighbor and my work and, and you have 10,000 reasons to be sad to complain to say something to the Lord but think about it the Lord cast your love when you trust in Him your future in His hands and future of your cat, and your dog, and your work, and your boss, and your wife, and your husband, and your children, is in his hands. So heaven was defeated, and the evil he planned for the Jews turned against him. The people of Israel were saved and continued their historical path, guarded by the heavenly Father. Heaven was destroyed. This huge circumstance was destroyed, removed. This problem that was a huge problem was destroyed. And Jewish people went forward with the glory of the Lord. The key to this victory was trust in the Lord, fasting and prayer. The fact that the Lord is the Morgan Abraham the shield of Abraham. This is our sureness, reassurance. So let's move to the next uh, lesson of Purim. The Lord is always on the throne. Let us say together, the Lord is always on the throne. Uh, I just want to say something very, very important right now. I know that today the Lord is working very interesting in this place. I can feel the, His peace and I can feel his expectation in this place. So he's present right now in this place. He wants to fill your heart with his peace and that you will expect him to do his miracles. 
He loves you so much. He's for you. He's fighting for you. In this real moment, He's praying for you. He knows your future. So the Lord is always on the throne. Always. In the night time, in the morning time, in the daytime, He's always on the throne. Some believe that the book of Esther was written to illustrate how God works behind the scenes. And it seems so, considering that the text of the book does not mention the word God. You, would, you won't find the name of the Lord in the book of Esther. Very interesting. What's the reason about it? According to sages, the times of Purim were times of the hiding of the face of the Most High. Hiding the face is a state of the people when people do not feel the Lord's presence. It's a dark time. It's a difficult time for Israel. It seems to them that God hid his face and is no longer in control of things. Look around. So many things happening right now. Sometimes it can happen because of our transgressions and sins. And Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 18. I will surely hide my face on the day because of all the evil they have done. For they have turned to other gods. And this is what happened during the time, during the time of Purim. And the word translated hide is the original sounds like a steer. Some Torah scholars say that anyone who reads or hears these words in ancient Hebrew can hear the title of the book of Esther. Astir Esther. Very close pronunciation. The Lord shows us that even through it seems to people that the Lord has hidden, that he is no longer present among his people, that he does not care about us and everything around is getting worse. In fact, the Lord has not gone anywhere. So, um, one more time. I would like to do it very personal right now. If you're going through, through difficult time right now, and sometimes you're going through difficult time. Sometimes, I mean, in my ministry I never saw anyone who, who never went through difficult times. I mean, I saw people who always say, Hallelujah, wonderful, it's good. <laughs> Blessed be the Lord. But everyone going through difficult times. Sometimes. But the Lord is present with us. He's present with us. Amen. Jeremiah 29. Verse 11 and 12. For I know the plans that I have in mind for you, declares Adonai. Plans for shalom and not calamity. I mean, let me think about the Lord. He has plans for your peace. Shalom is not only peace, but it's a blessing. It's a protection. It's his presence and not for calamity. To give you a future and a hope. There's always future in the Lord. Verse 12. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me. 
and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you will search me with all your heart. Then I will be found by you, says the Lord. The good plans, not for calamity, but for shalom, for future, for blessing. Such a Lord, such, such a good God, believing. Wow. He will never turn away from his people. And he has a plan of salvation and deliverance, even when we do not feel it. Even in the darkest moment of your life, when your life full of doubts or dark spots and moments, even then the Lord is active in your life. Because he has plan. Think about it. He knew about Esther even before she was born. She was born in the time, such as that time, yes. yeah. to be a savior for all Jewish people. Yeah. And when so many people were in panic, going around and, 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 and you know, crying what to do next, the Lord already had his Esther right in place. Wow, beautiful. I mean, it's exciting for me. So the Persian name Esther in Hebrew sounds like hidden. She kept her religious and national identity a secret, and no one knew that she was Jewish until the time came from God to reveal it. The Lord shows that he was there to save us at the most critical moment. How important is to remember this lesson today? We live in America. Many things changing right now. Look around the world what's going on. And it's easy to, to panic, it's easy to go in negativity, it's easy to think what's happening, what's next, what's about tomorrow. But the Lord is at the work right now. He is the Lord of miracles. Yeah, Amen. Amen. When it seems that the Lord is far away, and we may not understand what is happening to us, we need to live by faith. And trust the Lord is with us. Trust. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. Romans 1, 16 and 17. For I am not ashamed of the good news. The Lord is good. He is full of mercy, full of hope. He has future for you. For I am not ashamed of the good news of gospel. For it is the power of God for salvation. Not for death, but for salvation. To everyone who trusts, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek. In it, the righteousness of God is revealed from trust to trust, or from, from faith to faith. As it is written, but the righteous shall live by faith. Trust in the good God, in the gracious God. Emunah in, 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 in Hebrew. The word Emunah itself comes from the word Aman, which means to securely trust, to rely upon, and from which we get the word Amen, when we say Amen, which means true, right, this is it. So the Lord prepares his plan of salvation, and he has hidden people to trust him, and are ready to fulfill his will. And you are so important in his plan. 
I just want to tell you that it's very, very important. Yeah, so I have five more pages. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, okay, uh, do I need to go there or I want to pray for you? Amen. <laughs> Let me uh, read a few more places from the scriptures. It's very important. Very important. It is John chapter 3, verse 16, and we'll pray after that. 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. <laughs> the events described in the book of Esther are a type of the miraculous salvation and the gift of eternal life, which we receive through the sacrifice of Yeshua. And for the Jewish people, the mercy of God appeared in the world, doomed to perish for its sins. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4. And I would like to, it, it will be my last place of the scriptures for, tonight, for today. Ephesians 2, verse 4. Believe in it, trust in, in the Lord. But God was rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us. And remember, not only your neighbor, but you. It's easy to believe that Lord loves your neighbor. Sometimes it's hard to believe that Lord loves you. Because you know yourself. You know yourself. And you don't know your neighbor. I mean, some neighbors you know. But some you have no idea. Even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive together with Messiah. By grace you have been saved. Only through grace. Have been saved. All this English language. Already been saved. It is not about future society. Past sentence grace. When Yeshua died on the cross, it was your moment. Nothing can change that. Because by his death, you have his resurrection. And it's a fact. It's not a matter of how strong you believe in it. It's a fact. You need to accept it and trust the Lord. He made us alive together with Messiah. By grace you have been saved. And he raises us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places. And Messiah is sure. What's interesting? He raised us up. It's not saying he will raise you up. Think about it for a moment. He raised us already. It's past. In Messiah Yeshua. 
and he seated us with him already. Verse 7. To show in the future world the measureless richness of his grace and kindness towards us in Messiah Yeshua. Again, not because of us, not because how perfect we are, though we are good, but we are not good enough. And verse 8. For by grace you have been saved, have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. It is not based on deeds, so that no one may boast. So, saved, blessed, raised up, beautiful people of God, you are. Blessed by God with everything you need to go in this world and to the light and soul and the blessing to others. Yeshua is our joy. He is pouring for every day, every day of our life. So again, happy for him. Happy for him. Let us stand together. I would like to invite Brother Tanina, Kendra Derek, Rachel, Beth and Danny. Thank you. face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. In the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua HaMashiach. Yes, Adonai, Adonai, Pnavelecha, Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, And the last prayer, one of the most prayers. Baruch Atah Adonai, Eloheinu Melech HaOlam, HaMotzi Lechem Mi'Hartas. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpacha. Shabbat Shalom.